Welcome to So You Say You're Married, a cheeky podcast that gets raw and real about marriage while having a blast doing it. I'm your host, Cody Mann, certified marriage coach and communication expert. I help bridge the biological battle of the sexes by teaching effective tools that set you up for success with your spouse. So sit back, relax, and listen as we dive into the secrets to marital bliss every week. Hey everyone, welcome back to So You Say You're Married. I am your host, Cody Mann, your certified marriage coach, and this week I have a very interesting guest on. Her name is Anna Roga. She is based out of Sydney, Australia. However, she is from Europe and has been all over the place, so Anna has plenty of experience um, encountering people throughout the entire world, and I am so excited to dive in deep. Anna is a feminine embodiment coach, and her strengths and weak, well, I'm sorry, her strengths are to clarify your weaknesses and how to embrace your feminine and masculine sides and how you find balance between those extremes in your relationships. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have to talk to this woman because I personally have struggled with that throughout my lifetime. And I know I have talked to many of you who struggle with the same things in your marriage, professionally, personally, and I know she's going to have plenty of advice to offer. So Anna, I am going to toss it over to you so you can embellish a little bit more about what you do. And then we're going to dive in on some questions and some perspectives from you. Sure. Sounds great. Thanks, Cody, for having me. I'm actually in Canberra, not Sydney, but you know, oh, I'm sorry, three hours away from me. No, that's okay. I mean, everybody thinks Australia, Sydney or Melbourne. So I'm actually in Canberra, but it um, doesn't really matter. But I just wanted to clarify that small detail. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Super excited to dive in. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how you got started first off as a feminine embodiment coach and where that you know, where that journey brought you. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, where did I get started as a feminine embodiment coach? I, I never, so I worked. Okay, where do we begin? Um, let's begin from when I finished university college in Europe, I went to Malaysia to work for one of the biggest personal growth companies out there. And I started mm -hmm. in the customer support and then I went into, um, marketing and launch and everything but this was my first kind of glimpse into personal growth and chakras and meditation and quantum jumping and you know limiting beliefs and all of that stuff and so mm -hmm. i got exposed to so many things and i grew so much but i always knew that i wanted to do something on my own uh, i just didn't know what it was um and so i i was also working as a marketer as an online marketer and a launch manager in the coaching world and the all you know the personal growth world all of that and then right. at some point i developed skills that allowed me to work online obviously like the whole company provided that opportunity so at some point you know i broke up with my boyfriend and my life was over in Malaysia and I said I'm just going to travel the world and work remotely and so I went on onto this uh, beautiful digital nomad journey traveling around the world and working online and so at that time, after I broke up with my boyfriend, I also started my own podcast, which is mm -hmm. 
my first ever podcast before claimed before my current podcast and I called it men inside show and I basically went on a quest to interview men about women and relationships because I didn't know how to date I didn't know anything and I saw this huge divide between men and women and I was mm-hmm. like, right, I'm going to talk to men. And this has led me to discover polarity, um, you know, feminine, masculine polarity, David Data. And I got just fascinated by it. Um, I don't know why. I mean, this is just the thing that I got to know and got pretty much obsessed with. And so during this whole time, when I was traveling, I actually met my CMM, uh, which stands for Committed Masculine Men, uh, in Colombia, actually. Uh, we, we met and, you know, I was working on my femininity. I revamped a lot of my limiting beliefs about men and relationships. And so, obviously, you know, we came here to teach what we have to learn. So I went through a whole journey of reconnecting to my femininity, rediscovering myself as a woman, going on Mm -hmm. that career letter, burning out and saying, no, 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 who I am and how does that impact my relationships with men? I've healed my relationship with my father. So there's a lot of things there. And I believe I was ready and I attracted this man into my life. And so since then we started traveling together and we lived in Brazil and Mexico um, and Bali and Thailand. So all over the place until we came to um, Spain and this is where I got pregnant and, and, you know, he propelled nine months later, I got pregnant and long story short, we're in Australia because of that, because he's Australian. But in that course I finished. So when I met him, actually, it was really interesting. I wrapped up my first podcast, I think because to me, it's like, right, this chapter is done. I've met my man. I don't need to interview men. I don't know. Something happened. So I finished that. Mm-hmm. And then I also quit my job somewhere after that. Um, and we were kind of thinking of what should I do? And he knew I was so great with a podcast and he knew. So he kind of encouraged me, let's start something together because you're great on camera. You have great ideas and all of that. And mm-hmm. I also started my blog back then. And um, yeah, so this is how Girl Skill, which is actually what the my, my website is now, but we're all migrating into client now. Three years ago, this is how my podcast started. And a few months after that, and I was all about redefining female success. That was my tagline. And mm-hmm. I've uncovered the lies of female success, something that you mentioned, that contradiction and, and all of that. As so I was going about that, and then this is how I stumbled upon a coaching certification from Jenna Ward, which was feminine embodiment. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about it. That woman, I just so much resonated with it. I never saw myself as a coach, actually. I did not want to do coaching, but... I just said, you know what, I have to follow this because this really speaks to me. So I finished my coaching certification. I started working with women one-on-one. And in during that time, I also pivoted. I realized that one of the biggest pains that the modern woman is struggling today who is successful, ambitious, I know a lot of your listeners are like that, mm-hmm. myself included, they really struggle with with their dynamics with men they can't find men they can't attract the right guys you know where are all the good men gone that's the big question you know i saw everything that's going on in the world today the media and i just went for it i went for the pain i developed an amazing webinar and a program that would help women get out of their own head uh, revamp their limiting beliefs embrace and embody their femininity and thus attract amazing great men which are out there and are actually in the majority 
So long story short, this is where we are today. <laughs> that is a fantastic story. Oh my gosh, the things you must have done and seen that, that alone. We're going to have to have a side conversation after the show about all your <laughs> adventures because I've got to hear some Probably. of these things. Um, so uh, you said something that really resonated with me in that introduction, and that was about the polarities between men and women and how a lot of these women struggle with their femininity. And I'm interested to hear what you have to say as far as treating femininity as not a weakness, but as a strength, something that we can embrace because quote unquote, we're in a man's world. Um, it's changing. But it's still, especially in the professional sector, it feels like you are in a, a man's environment primarily, as, especially as you climb the ladder. And over here in the U.S., that is very strong. So another question that I wanted to cover with you is a lot of things that I run into with my clients is they end up playing a role reversal accidentally. So a lot of my female clients, a lot of the wives will come in and start taking charge in the household because they're so used to taking charge throughout the day and everything else that they do. And it becomes a habit, almost, uh, almost a subconscious habit, really. And the man doesn't really know how to handle it because he doesn't want to step on her toes or upset her. And he's always corrected when he makes a decision but he still wants to be the one that makes that decision. And then they end up getting in this spiral. And so a lot of things that I work on is coaching them out of that and, and a lot of communication to pull them out of that. But I would love to get your perspective on how you work with women to either change or avoid that role reversal so they can keep that, that nice, even flowing relationship going. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, and I mean, great question that so many women obviously are struggling with. I also work with women who are in relationships or even marriages sometimes. And to me, the process of when you're single or whether you're in a relationship, the polarity dynamic between feminine and masculine is always at play. So pretty much the journey or the way we work together is exactly the same, which essentially means the more you lean back into your feminine, the more you give space to the man or the masculine to come forward and, and, and take and take that space essentially. So when I work with women who are in relationships or in marriages, doesn't matter. And they come to me a lot of the times because that role is reversed a lot of the mm -hmm. times, right? They are, the, the women are playing more in their masculine energy, which means they're taking a lot of decisions. They are, you know, the primary let's say provider and protector and they're tired, they're exhausted, they don't want to do it anymore. They um, lack respect for their men and so on and so forth, right? So when, when we work together and they join my program, I tell them that two things are pretty much going to happen. Number one is when we work together, the polarity is going to reverse. So in a way, the more you step back and embody your feminine energy and really lean back, the more your man is going to step up and take that place. And so far, I can tell you that in all of the women that I work with who are in a relationship that has happened. Uh, but there might be certain scenarios where while you do this work and you give all the time that you can to the men that you're with, some men simply won't have that capacity or will not want to step mm -hmm. up get their butt off the couch and like be the man in the relationship play that protector provider role you know and i love that you said 
these are just roles that we play, right? We mm -hmm. choose to play them consciously because that's what makes us happy. And I don't believe, and that's what makes us fulfilled as men and women in relationships, in heterosexual relationships, although polarity is always at play, even in um, same-sex relationships. So I don't believe in this. I mean, that's why 50-50 never works. Um, and I've written an article so about true. this. You know, it's the 50-50 mm -hmm. game that women themselves are want to play and because this is what we've been taught today you know uh never works because the 50 50 um is impossible between men and women because we're not the same right um i'm the mother you're the father i'm the wife you're the husband um you know i'm feminine essence you're masculine essence so how i look at it is we we work with these polarities to embody them and to embrace them fully where a couple is coming together in a hundred a hundred equals 200 or even more and that what makes us much more fulfilled in the relationship and that's actually what builds attraction and maintains attraction over time it's very it's not attractive when my man like you know says i don't know all the time or mm -hmm. is like kind of this wishy-washy mind changing all the time if i'm the one to make all the big financial decisions keeping the household together where i'm the mother and the father parenting him you know so many women find themselves parenting their men and this is just it, like you can't be attracted to to your son or to a child you know that's so so how I work with women in terms of that is your question. Well, you know, the work really starts, I, I believe, uh, you know, so obviously there's a whole step-by-step -step process that I've built. And it really starts mm -hmm. with just understanding the polarities and how they work and working on beliefs that we have around men, around women, and around relationships. Um, and excavating those beliefs that are deeply rooted within us um, that drive our behavior and thus create our reality in what we think about men, women, and so on and so forth. A lot of the times women, what I find is that women want to be in control because they're afraid. At the end of the day, at the bottom of control, there is fear, fear that if I let go and trust, a lot of women have trust issues. They can't trust their men. And then they're like, well, how can I trust him if he doesn't do anything? Mm -hmm. Right? So at the bottom of all of that is a lot of fear, a lot of limiting beliefs around men. Like if a woman has not been able to trust men in her whole life, she won't be able to trust her husband or her partner or whatever. So that's a deeply rooted belief. And I always tell women, it's not about the men. It's about you. It's about knowing your worth, working with your beliefs, setting boundaries, and also understanding and knowing one of the biggest aha moments that women report back when they join the program and work with me is the masculine journey, developing empathy and curiosity about the masculine journey that so many women are simply unaware of because mm -hmm. they never had to deal with it or understand it. You know, I... I just had so many aha moments because I was interviewing men about relationships and women. And I've discovered that, oh my God, for most men, women are their biggest quest in their life. Like 
figuring out what does she want since the moment men hit puberty is all they think about how to get her number how to get her in bed how to date her how to marry like it's all about her and women don't understand that that's why i'm not on board with this whole thing of like women are inferior there's a lot of bullshit because women are the center of men's attention all their life you know you know, and if you really think about this, all the wealth that men are building, all the everything around is to provide and protect for their families and to love their wives and make them happy. They just want to make their wives happy. So that's where like a lot of this starts with like a worldview changing your mindset, your worldview, your perspective, and really deeply rooted beliefs. And then from there, it's all about, you know, rediscovering who you are as a woman and really embracing and embodying that part of you that's been dormant for quite some time and mm -hmm. especially today it's so hard to do this because again we're bombarded left and right about how you should play the 50 50 game and how you know you should go and march and um you know push and work and determine and fight and prove and all of that which is detrimental to a lot of women and on top of that, the modality that I work with, which I believe is kind of like the secret sauce, so to say, or the key, is what you asked me in the beginning, is feminine embodiment that I certified in. Because a lot of the times, and I find that the more women feel, and the more and more women get out of their head and drop into their bodies, the more they're able to just be present here and now. You know, so then it's not about the story in their head of he didn't take out the trash, he didn't do this, and he didn't do that. It's more about how do I feel about this? And is this really such a big deal? And if it's not, allowing yourself to just let that shit go because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You know, so many women are so caught up and this is whether you're married, whether you're single. It's always that little tiny little thing that he didn't do right. And then you create that whole story around it where, mm -hmm. where if you practice feminine embodiment and the tools and you dive deep into that, allow yourself to feel and release and let go and embody what you want. Oh my God, the men are like, whoa, what's happening to you? <laughs> you know, um, you're not, yeah. So it's a lot of this, a lot of this is like detach, detach from the story, detach from the drama and just be. Women yep. don't know how to be or and how to flow and how to be in their bodies, how to connect to their pleasure and their sexuality and bring that gift that we have and give that gift to men because men go crazy and lose their mind around women who are just there. I always tell women, you know, when you go on a first date or whatever date, the most attractive woman is who comes in there and is like, I wonder who I'll meet next. Surprise me. And she just sits there and is like really curious about this person who's on the other side and she knows how to be in her body and just be here now and play. That's what's really, really attractive. Not a woman who comes on the first date and is like, have you fixed your childhood trauma? I just want mm -hmm. to know right away. And by the way, I'm looking for a husband. What are you looking for? How many oh kids do you want? Where are you going in your career? Asking all the hard questions yeah. on the first date and sending them running before they even get a word out. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying there because a lot of what I work with is is similar. I, I'll say it in a different way and see if it resonates with you at all. 
but I teach women how to not act fully on emotion, but to think with logic. So, so basically removing their emotions from the situation so they can think through the situation, really the facts of the situation, not really how they're feeling. And then they can dictate how they want to feel about the situation once they've actually analyzed what's going on. And that has been a huge aha moment for a lot of women because they get to step back and then then they can control how they feel. They can control the emotions that they want to portray. And then it drives a different result for them, which in turn drives a different result from their husband. And it's really fascinating to watch them do that pivot and that change and their relationship finally develop a stronger bond because their husband understands their wife isn't going to go nuts every single time something happens, no matter how big or small it is, because she's able to rationalize and think things out. Yeah, well, this is actually quite different from what I do, but I see, I see the value in what you do in terms of getting yourself out of the, the story and the drama of it all that happens and going down that spiral where you can't control yourself or you go in like on a crazy spiral and your husband is like, holy shit, I need to get out of here, you know, mm-hmm. and I need things to cool down because I have no idea. So, so that's, I think that's amazing. Um, but one of the things that I found is a lot of the times the emotion itself is there and you can't, really control it a lot of the times because what happens is and this is where feminine embodiment really comes in because it's honestly all about welcoming what you're feeling in a very safe way you know uh, mm-hmm. where you don't have to suppress a lot of the things and so if you practice feminine embodiment these are the tools that I teach women on a daily basis you're basically giving yourself an avenue um, for these emotions to release and to feel them fully so when you do a lot of the times what happens is that women bottle up a lot of the things every day and they don't express a release because they don't have safe ways to do that um right and so what happens it builds up builds up and then there is a volcano or a train tornado where she totally goes crazy because she can't hold it anymore so in order to for that not to happen and to ruin a lot of different beautiful things that you have with mm-hmm. your you know and it also ha- we also have to talk about you know for example i teach about menstrual cycle awareness knowing that women constantly go through cycles and when you're premenstrual it's better not to talk to anyone you know i'm going through these phases right now and i'm like can't handle the world you know when you're bleeding for example i mean women Mm -hmm. are so numbed out so disconnected from their bodies where you know like i think christian northrop or kate i can't remember which one that she beautiful book women's bodies women with women's wisdom a lot of wisdom that we have as women is really our connection to our body and our connection to our sexuality, for example, and menstrual cycle and so on and so forth. So knowing what's happening with you, like I find a lot of women are like, oh my God, I thought I was crazy, like literally crazy. And and now I'm like, oh, I'm not actually crazy. I'm just premenstrual and it's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. removing that taboo or the veil of oh she's just PMSing. Like whatever. I am PMSing, I'm a woman and until I gave birth to my daughter, I didn't even realize what this whole bleeding thing is all about. But now I'm like, oh my God, every month I'm releasing an egg. I could be pregnant, you know? So, yeah. So I just want to say that having that emotional release rather than even control and allowing yourself to move your body and release in that way. And this is kind of, you know, what I found. Obviously, there's so many different modalities. I'm sure, Cody, you're doing this in a way that's it just a different way like how can we look at the situation remove ourselves from the drama 
look at this cold mind and that's why you probably you know a lot of these women come to you because they need an outside perspective because when you're in the tornado or the volcano you're in the lava of it all you can't see it and so when you are with someone who can give you that perspective and kind of allow you to cool down and say, well, mm-hmm. is this really a big deal? You know, let's look at that. Is it you? Is it him? What's really going on here? And then once you understand, you can make a collected decision. But I found that in my work, it's so important to give yourself avenues and ways to release it on a continuous basis so that you're, you just feel like you're in control but not really you know you're, you're actually in flow because you mm-hmm. can't really control um you know you can just be aware and really show up as yourself fully i think that would be so rewarding for a lot of people because they a lot of them struggle with even knowing who they are much less being in tune with their body and feeling you know understanding their emotions understanding the feelings that are coming through And like you say, women think they're crazy because they don't. They don't understand that connection between the two half of the time until they talk to someone else and go, oh my gosh, you're going through the same thing as me. And then they learn to express that and what to do with that. So that is what you're doing is extremely powerful for a lot of women. I know for a fact that that a few of my clients would really benefit for something like that because they don't, they don't understand the flow of their emotions. And half of the time they, they can rationalize things out, but they still don't know what to do with that energy after, or that feeling after, because it doesn't connect with the logic that came from, you know, actually rationalizing a situation. So I know that that would be something very powerful that they would love to go through. So Anna, I want to say thank you very much for being on the show with me. This has been extremely insightful. And I know it's going to provide a lot of benefit to my listeners and hopefully yours as well out there. Um, So do me a favor and tell people exactly where they can find you if they want to work with you. Yeah. So the best place to to start is actually watching my free webinar that I have. That webinar, like women are telling me, have you bugged my apartment? How do you know what I'm going through exactly? You know, so mm-hmm. I put this together in a free training that basically explains, you know, the, the web. The, the training is called "How to Attract Your Committed Masculine Men," but it it um, I talk about the three key shifts that women need to go through in order to you know either attract and keep or just keep that polarity dynamic in their relationships. And I talk about the lie of female success and all of that. So that's at um, girlskill.com slash webinar. You can, you know, sign up for the webinar, watch the webinar. And then at the end of the webinar, you know, if you resonate and you're willing to, you know, invest in yourself and take things forward in a powerful way, then I invite um, all of the attendees so to say to um, a free discovery call which i'm sure cody you do and that Mm -hmm. discovery call is basically to see you know what you're struggling with and whether you know what you're struggling with what do you want how can we help and support you and whether what i do would be a great fit and now i have a team who's helping me do these discovery calls amazing women out there who are ready and um looking forward to speak with with women every day about whether this is going to be a good fit or not and just have a candid powerful conversation then you know get you enrolled if if you resonate wonderful now if they want to find you on social media where are you oh it's just anarova so it's um instagram at anarova okay and that's a-n-n-a-r-o-v-a yeah okay perfect 
Well, Anna, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. I know me personally, this has been insightful and I cannot wait to hear the comments and the reviews that people say after this interview. So until the meantime, I wish you all the success with your business and I look forward to speaking with you again very soon. Yeah, thanks so much, Cody. This was a pleasure. I hope this was useful. And uh, you're doing great work as well. You know, we, you know, so many women are struggling with their marriages. And um, in fact, a lot of women that I talk to, they're like, no, 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 I need to work one on one with somebody who deals exactly with marriage stuff. So now I know someone to recommend to them. Yeah, please do. Thank please you. do. I will be happy to to do that reciprocal recommendation as well. So in the meantime, guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode and until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to So You Say You're Married. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Episodes are released every Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time at midnight. So be sure to subscribe so you can get your updates on your newest marriage tips and tricks that I come out with every week. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Cody. And I'm also on YouTube at the So You Say You're Married channel. For any more marriage advice and tips, please reach out to me directly through my website or through a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you have anything that you would like me to talk about or comment on, please send me a message and I will be happy to touch on those points. Until next time, talk soon. Oh,